What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome back to the Fifth Year Podcast. <laughs> World World Fun <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing the actual intro? Do you want to do it? Sure, I can do uh, it. Here's with, with your best intro. <gasps> <laughs> That's what I always do. <laughs> you joke, Stop. but it's just like one of those things because it's the only set thing. It becomes super like I find it quite like jarring. Yeah, because so it's like I don't want it to be shit. Yeah, but. kick it off with. What's up, pussios? It's in, in the fucking Stoz book, I say, but there was nice music before. Yeah, and yeah. Like and someone Callum, gives an overview. Callum, of, Callum. Uh, Callum gives an overview Callum. and they do it. We can do some yeah. music. Okay, okay, it makes sense because it means. What am I supposed to do? Skip it about. Skip boom bat. Skip scum. Skip it about. Skip it about. Boom. 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 Skip it about. Please make that the intro the to intro. all of the video yeah, podcast. That's the, that's the intro. That's the intro. Oh, I, 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 I please Mate, use that as the intro. That's done. Use that as the intro for every single video yeah, podcast. I think so. Okay. okay. That so. was sick. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Fifth Unit Podcast. Today we are joined by our strong friend. Hi, I'm Finn. <laughs> a mediocre strong friend. Commonly known as Beans as well. Mostly known as Beans. Mostly known as Beans. Because I once ate some baked beans on a trip. Oh, it was so much more than yeah, that. It's <laughs> layers, layers, layers to it. It's like an onion. You peel back the layers and you just find out why he's called Beans. <laughs> you have to ask me in person. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'm not telling that story again for the 50 minute of time. Trust me. And... Chris, <laughs> hey guys, I'm back. Funnily enough, the, the strongest of the boys. That's not true. Nah, for sure. Are we going to have to do an arm wrestle live on podcast? No, I don't know, it depends. Per, per body weight, maybe. Relative like, strength. Relative sure. strength, potentially. But like, in terms of like actual like weight I can lift, do you, I don't what are you lifting nowadays? Me. Not as much as you. Maybe I, my bench <laughs> might be higher than yours. Yeah, but body weight wise, what's a, how, how heavy are you? Oh, when I went my when I went to Massimo, I was seventy, and then no sixty nine. Yeah. Nice, perfect. Actually. Nice, <laughs> perfect. Um, and then and, uh, and me as well, the the weakest one. So. Why don't you lift? <laughs> you don't lift at all, do you? No, you, you only lift, lift like it once a week. I lift a food into my mouth, but <laughs> yeah. damn. I think you lifted for like a week back. Not for a week. I was really good for a few months. Pro, pro, post corona yeah i was gymming every day well not every day three times yeah, you a week. were actually i was on it i was proper doing good like i was enjoying it as well yeah i lost all motivation for it after i was isolated that's yeah. what i you didn't want to be like you didn't come out of isolation like oh, i want to do this more you were just like fuck this no i got i, I got again. way more into training after isolation and then i guess didn't feel the need to lift because i was yeah. just enjoying the job yeah. so much and felt like i didn't need it that's yeah it. makes sense I mean, like, I was lifting for, like, a year before? Like, 2019, I think? Same. When did you start lifting? Me. It was uh, the same time. Because we all, like, you guys all joined the gym idea. first. I was the last. Marcus has been going for time. Marcus was, like, before I joined the gym. Yeah. I joined the gym. I can, like, tell you the clip of, when, like, the year I joined the gym, actually. Because I, like, remember, like, doing that standing. I, like, basically was just annoyed at how small my standing period was compared to everyone else's. And then was like, I'm going to go to the gym and that'll make my standing pretty bigger. Yeah, wait, I guess a bit of context. Finn is a personal trainer. So the topic of this podcast is going to be pretty heavily centered around weightlifting and the effects of weightlifting 
full parkour in our sport and stuff. Yeah. And, and stuff. where it's going to, where lifting's place and strength training's place is within the sport yes. currently. Yeah. Um, currently and then also in the future, I think it's, yeah. like, it's definitely a big direction it can go. Like, it's not just like something that people like, because I, I think right now, lifting is very much considered as something that just someone does. Like, like if people, if you see somebody lifts in parkour at the oh, moment, like not really. talking. Let that go past. I'm going to cut it. Look <laughs> at shit. Fuck off! In it is so jarring. Man. Leave this in. <laughs> Just turn your sides off. We're filming a podcast. Selfish bastards. So what I was trying to say before is I feel like uh, lifting at the moment in parkour is very much considered like people either do or they don't. And also... Uh, it's super like what like you know so, like self like goal like you don't really have like like people have like like Tom Taylor does plans and stuff but most people who gym seem to just either go to Tom Taylor or occasionally Callum and they just like do that or they do their own thing like for example Marcus and like Edward you and then me all sort of do our own thing like our own research into it and then like try and like build their own like like ideas and programs what works for them but I think that in the future, things will progress more into like, you know, more people have more information and so people will be like actually trained as like with a coach, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I think the next step, we were saying that the other night, I think the next step in the sport growing on a professional standpoint almost is going to be like higher a coach peak and trough and um, like... Max Henry's that I said it the other day. Max Henry's the only person that I know, at one point I don't know if he still does it, but would take an off season in winter, and like consciously take an off season in winter, um, train a little bit, but nothing drastic at all, and would lift super heavy weights throughout that winter period, and then he would peak come spring summer, mm. where he was able to train like a lot and he puts lifts on maintenance and would lift like two two times a week at like maintenance weights but he would consistently just jump so far and just like every year just seems to get bigger because he was doing like peaking and troughing and like stuff like that so I think that's going to be the next step really for athletes I think I think people so people I think it's slowly becoming aware of it like so a good example is uh, Motus just released their like their winter line was based it was called like winter reps and it's based on the idea that winter is an off season and instead of going for your biggest shit because you can't because it's too wet or like too cold yeah. you just drill like mm-hmm. normal shit yeah. until the summer and then once you're all drilled in and your techniques are like pucker yeah you go out and you do them on a fucking massive scale yeah yeah that's that was like well that's like, the concept like I found from I understand thing. that but Finn so you're taking an off season for winter. Like, so yeah, so what I did is I've taken like an off season because I was working loads and yeah. um, like trying to solidify myself in this gym and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I was like, I consciously took an off season mm-hmm. and like tried to lift heavier. Um, now I've uh, just actually yesterday like started talking to a powerlifting coach because I want to try and compete in September just for that for a laugh. Um, but that'd be sick. Yeah, because sick. But so I've just tried to get as big a lift as I can. Not necessarily, uh, I haven't, 
consciously not trained at all. So I haven't trained in like months, but it was just because of work and life and stuff like that got in the way. So just to prove that it does have like a, that does work for me. Like last month, I think Marcus came down to mini spot and I did a jump at mini spot having not trained. The only thing that felt rusty was my technique. Mm. And to an extent on off seasons, um, I, you want like an, when you power lift, you want like an introductory to your new block. Like it's a week where it's like kind of easy, but you kind of get yourself into it. And then I think that's the only thing that would happen with parkour is you need to have that introductory week because your joints won't feel the same if you took like a more intense off, off season. But if you kept training in the off season, you should be okay. Yeah, you've got to be yeah. careful. Yeah. Yeah. Really, if, you start, that. if you start reintroducing jumps without, not like, after not jumping for ages, you'll get tendonitis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I went to mini sport and did a jump that I wouldn't have been able to do prior. So my jump increased. Okay. Like, like in terms of physicality, it, was, it wasn't like a mental jump, it was yeah. like a distance thing. Yeah. So and I was like, oh, I was there, I watched that happen, I couldn't do the jump. Yeah. Which and, jump? Um, Not my viewers will know me. You know, mini <laughs> spots, spot. they're like the, the simple Kong Pre, the like wall, I'm running yeah. from the car park, yeah. there, there's that Kong Pre, um, and on the right hand side, it, it uh, the step it slowly it goes down, yeah. declines. Yeah. So curve. Stand on the curve of the flower bread and jump up to the first you. So you know so how you usually do that one down yeah. that's a classic one yeah. to do down being stood up yeah it's, it's a slight it's one big. up yeah. and it was just like but so I did that after having not trained for so long because mm. um, physically I had increased strength okay yeah. how um, did how did your mental feel because I was going to ask are you worried about coming back into parkour in the summer like how do you feel mentally about it rather than obviously you're physically you're going to be stronger mm. like we like you discovered with this jump but how do you feel about like mental challenges and stuff like that after not doing the sport for so long I think there's two things yeah. I'll let you say what, what you think your experience is going to be and I'm going to put out my two what I think two experiences might be from what, what might happen I think my mental game has always been quite strong mm. so I've like known my limits quite well um, so I think it'll be like this slow build I'm going to, I'm going to be careful about it take my time introduce myself into jumps and stuff like that and then I think it shouldn't take me too long to kind of get back to where I'm comfortable again whether or not I think most most important thing would be am I comfortable in my technique and I won't have to kind of think about the physical side of stuff mm. but it's the techniques like am I going to bail properly can I still roll almost stuff like that um but I think it shouldn't take me too long. I can't think of it. Like, Brian's actually quite nice for it because there's like loads of... Uh, mini spot. <laughs> mini spot. There's yeah. like risk... Risk free. Free or like low risk jumps you're around. Bouncing, you're bum on the floor. Exactly, yeah. which is the worst that comes to worst. And the best thing about weight training, you get a big bunda. Big bunda, yeah. I think, <laughs> I, think, I think with that, like in your case, I don't like... It does depend specific per person. Mm. But like, for example, the two scenarios I think that like for me that would occur would be one, if it was like me... What, the first one would be I would not acknowledge the new strength like I, w- I would I would probably like oh yeah I'm way stronger now but I like whilst the first like couple of sessions I would acknowledge it and then next thing you know I'm like a bit too scared because I'm not sure and like I'm like oh, maybe I am weaker like, or, like maybe I can't jump as far or and that's like that would sort of set you back and you'd have to build up again but then eventually you'd get to the point where like you're like shit well my jump is bigger because I'm stronger yeah. now or you like the first session you did you did a new jump that was bigger <laughs> And that just sends you all the way up. Be like, fuck, I'm, I'm way stronger than I was before. Yeah. All I have to do is drill in some techniques, make sure my bounce is good. And next thing you know, you can send bigger shit than you've ever done before. 
That's you know, maybe like as long as you've got like a good like for me like I mean for example I have like eleven years of training so if I took a year out or like a six months out and gymmed loads I could come back and like I've got a comfortable base I've got like a base level I know that there's shit like that like is just there in my brain and will never go away yeah um so if I came like because I've been injured like when I like, when I found myself at IMAX like as soon as I could train after the injury I wasn't like oh shit like I can't I'm super scared I was just like well I I know what I'm doing. I just have to wait until I can do it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think you'd have, like, I think for you, I think for you as well, you know you've got that base level. Yeah. So you'll just come in, you'll be like, shit, I'm stronger. And then next thing you know, you'll be doing bigger shit just naturally because you'll be like, well, I can go further. Like, it's yeah, not, yeah. And it's not saying it wouldn't restrict you in like a sense. Obviously, your tech might be a bit off at first, but as you do more and more stuff, you'll be less and less scared and it will just increase. I th- yeah, I think the, the biggest facts coming into it isn't going to be the. Um, the fear, I think the first thing is going to be technique. Technique management, uh, especially with the new power, you have to like... Yeah, but it's like, even like the timing of a jump, like a timing yeah. of swing, the arm swing to like the extension of your legs, like that, that I think is the first thing to get lost. I think that's something that also is one of the first to come back though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's the yeah, hardest one to get, but it is like one of the ones that will come back, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because it's the most natural, well, not the most natural. It's one of the, it's the most common, and it's something you can feel out as well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm doing yeah. a running pre this way. I didn't go very far. Now I do it like this. It's like, oh my yeah. god, yeah, it's yeah. So and that's like, that's why Brian is so good for it. Mm. You've got like mini spot. You've got the Sainsbury spot. Yeah, you've got the running yeah. pre up, the the relatively big one. I can take my time with that. Like, oh, I bounce it, and it's got like the corner slopes. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. it's not dead. Or like bounce it and land on my ass and it drops like this much so as yeah, long as I'm yeah. not like straight arming it directly behind my body it's I'll totally be fine. so I think that it'll be interesting to see but I think that the only potential exciting downside is I've not been training so I think it'll be even better if I use my off season and trained like an athlete instead of use my off season yeah, and train like a powerlifter because yeah, I've been training for like I sumo deadlift, which is a really wide stance, mm. which while increasing your base strength and my quads are stronger, my hamstrings are stronger, my glutes are stronger, um, it makes more sense that maybe you'd do that for one month block and then you swap back to like conventional deadlift where your hands are, uh, legs on the inside of your hands because that has a way more similar carryover to a standing yeah. pre. It's the positioning. Yeah. When you're standing pre, most people well, some most people take off with their feet together. Yeah. I take off with my feet shoulder width apart because that's how I load all the weight in the gym. Yeah. When I'm doing squats and shit, so that's where I'm the most strongest. So it will all be a case of like, if I was programming for like that, I'd be like cool, let's do a maximal strength or absolute strength or whatever for a, a block. Then the next block is like a bit more sport specific, and then the third block is like very sport specific. Yeah. Winter's over. Now you go go train. So you do like three months worth of like teetering down into the specifics of a big jump, a running pre, balance work, stuff like that, yeah. then you'll go like, bang in, then fly it from that. Yeah. Um, I think that's like going to be the next step for like the pro athletes and where they're maybe... Not just pros, I think like people who like at any level can just like get into it and well, then as well, like obviously you need a bit like, depending on like what led to what degree you have the money and you can spend on like a coach mm. you know but like you can always anyone can go to the gym and just sort of be like oh this is like researched mm. and have a little look and be like yeah but most people unfortunately I think the most common thing that for the gym is bodybuilding like that's mostly what people do like yeah. people build, go to the gym to become bigger so that's the most common like when you go on TikTok for lack of a better example 
all the gym stuff is like just about bodybuilding so you don't really get a lot of most people in parkour will benefit more from like athlete training yeah which is like very different because bodybuilding is just like progressive overload and just do as much like you know until failure stuff because mm. you want to build as much muscle but like as an athlete you shouldn't go to failure because you're going to be training the next day yeah. and you'll just be fucked <laughs> and you'll put on too much mass and just I, like not be able to move as much I think the people out of the all would be that would benefit are the pros purely because exactly. um, yeah. if you're new to lifting um, you can get very strong very yeah. quick because there's a thing called noob gains which yeah, is kind yeah. of fun it's true um, your body adapts to the new stimulus so rapid f- rapidly and so efficiently that you can pack on like kilos on the barbell almost every week and make mad progress um, and it's when you get more intermediate advanced higher plateau a bit that's when you, yeah the plateaus start to happen yeah, there's a guy easy. called Jeff Nippard um, I'll quote loads of things like power so there's a Jeff Nippard that talks about um, the exact same thing and then some people go to the gym and try and get really strong and there'll be lifelong intermediates because they'll hit that plateau point um, yeah <laughs> but then nothing changes you're still trying to hit this wall with mm. like a banana like wall's not going to fall down so that's when you start introducing different elements to it so if you're trying to get a massive deadlift and you plateau at 200 kilos that's when you start introducing pause deadlifts block pulls um, switch stance get more efficient with your technique work out everything around there that's when a coach will come into play mm. but as a new lifter you can just go for that year maybe even year and a half you can just pack on the weight get really strong really quickly adapt to the new muscle and then like the likes of Callum or um, any of the Stora boys and stuff where they've been training like us for example as well especially yeah. you you've been training for so long that you've probably already hit your intermediate peak now you have to start thinking about how can you incorporate other things to yeah, advance yeah. that further mm. Um, that's why I think like the next step for the pro that's athletes. That's what this guy's for. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the next step in the pro athletes is going to be, where they're like the pros and the, yeah. the top tier and the guys that've been training for ten plus years are going to have to start looking at like, I can drill this jump as much as I want. My technique will improve. Like there's small micro changes, but my muscles aren't going to get any stronger from just doing this. Now I need to work out how I can load it differently externally, yeah. come back to the same jump and use that newfound. And that's like the general uh-huh. like of how you'll get stronger. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's just like building muscle towards parkour. Yeah. I think the super interesting thing is the peaking and troughing, if I'm honest. I that's think that's the, that's the cool. thing that interests me the most because like there's the mental side. You can peak mentally mm. and you can peak physically. And mm. if you can align those two, like you'll yeah. just be fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like um, if you like, if you, yeah. So I like, I think if you can train in a way that designates days where you have like a you know you can almost like figure out which day like I was saying to you that I feel like I can almost like gauge it now mm. like when I'm actually at my physical and mental peak in like terms of like the week yeah and like that's when I'm going to try and go training the most is though I'll like try and rest on the days where I'm not physically like at my peak or like you know not feeling so good and then on the days when I'm feeling fucking incredible I'm like right today's the day I'll just go out and just get some shit yeah and try and like really push it yeah it, it'll be it's like um Ed Scott peaking for one of his for like Project Underground so you had like do strength training like basic powerlifting kind of stuff yeah I wonder, Tim, I wonder if Tim Champion peaks for skill comps I, I, as far as I understand I think Tom Taylor did to an extent peak yeah. them in their training 
So you'd, you'd go there, then as you get closer, you would taper back on the strength training, but probably increase parkour yeah, training. Yeah, skill training. Skill training, um, and then increase like, so say you do a ratio of five strength training to two parkour, you'd then, uh, at the beginning of it all, you'd then go to, when you're like a month out from the competition, you'd then go to like one strength training and five parkour. And it's just that like sports specific mm. nature as well. Like, yeah. I find that very interesting, the idea of like making your body peak at the same time as your as your mind, as your mental yeah. game. Yeah. It's totally yeah. possible, man. It's totally, oh, yeah. I, I, mean, like, I, I, I can't imagine it being easy. Because well, <laughs> like, so mental is was, so... It comes and goes with days. I was saying, t- well, but it comes and goes with days, but like it always gains more when your body's doing more, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. At least I, found, I find. And I was saying to Beans the other night that that year when I did like the dive roll, the comp- all the clips from like the latest video, I feel like that year I was just peaking. Mm. Like I just, I just had this innate ability to just like know which day I felt fucking incredible. And I just be like, right, well, I'm going to do this. Because I, would I wouldn't do like loads of shit that day. I would just do one thing that was like, right on my limit and like that day I just would kind of understand that like today was a good day and I'd go and do those things or like because I because I think about the thing that I'd always know before I went to the spot what I wanted to do yeah and then I would usually end up going and I'd like not train a couple of days before and then also only think about like, or if I did it would be like super light and then think about like how I can train in a way that benefits that yeah and so, like, I would sort of, like, go to the spot with the mindset of, like, this is the day when I'm going to be the freshest and this is the day when I'm going to hit the coolest thing. Yeah. And it would just kind of draw out, like... And that's always been a, a bit of my mindset. So, like, I, I never really thought about it in this way. Yeah. But, like, that's always kind of how it's happened for me. Like, whenever we've gone... Like, whenever we've gone places like London, it's been to, like, do... Like, I, I'm going to do the double down. Like, I went that day to do that double down. Mm. I went that day to dive on IMAX. Like, those are the days when I went to do that thing. I didn't, like go and just happen to do it because I was feeling it I was like I'm going to do it because today is the day I feel like I can well yeah you do get that you wake yeah. up feeling really good some days yeah like, yeah it's peaking so, yeah. is there anything that you would say that you do or you've changed with your own mindset in order to I don't know peak on certain days like no so I, was, I wasn't conscious that, so I unconsciously did it is what it was I'm saying back then right. it was unconscious and I'm going to try and fabricate it this mm. year like this year I'm going to try and do, I'm going to do it consciously right because last year I, during summer I had like really good training but I'd never really peaked mentally mm. is what I was I, I, I've like been saying for the last like year, like two months or so I feel like last year I did loads of really good physical stuff but like none of it was quite at the edge and because of that I never really peaked mentally so I never got to this point where I was like yeah I'm like fucking killing it right now I'm going to keep progressing I was always like well I'm at this level and I can just keep doing this stuff at this level you know what I mean whereas this year I want to sort of like find the days where I'm like feel super like super good and pe- like feel like my physicality is really good for that like you know like maybe I'll just finish a gym block and it's like I'm just really strong at the moment I'm ready to go I'll then do something fucking sick or try and set a really fucking sick goal then hit that goal and then that will continue my mental gain. Yeah. Like, that will just be like, okay, the mental gain is going to keep going higher. Yeah. In theory, is what I want to do. Yeah. It's, the other thing about, like, peaking as well, is um, after that peak, you're going to be a little bit shitter. Yeah. Which is the funny thing as well. So, oh, but it's that's true. where the mental game has to adjust. Yeah. Because that's what pe- you peak, you get to your limit. Best you can be. And then you cannot sustain that yeah. because you are the best you yeah. can be. Yeah. So like again in, in the like powerlifting you like you peak for your comp mm. 
and then you would probably like you'll be a little bit fatigued. Being shitter doesn't mean going back to square one. No. But being a little bit shitter, you're well, it means be like, the next like I'm fatigued. Week or couple of days is not as good. I'm, I'm fatigued. I can't do it. And then like, but then you build and you build and you build, and then you might peak an extra little bit, and then you blah blah blah. So I think the parkour side is going to be stuff like if you're doing like an absolute balls to wall, all out strength limit, mental peak as well, for like the next week or a couple of weeks or so, you'd be like, cool. Let's take it easy. Let's train at a level which I can sustain. Let's train at like 70% of my maximum and then try it again, maybe like peak there. But like, because yeah. parkour is so new and stuff like that, it'll be, you can peak multiple I times like, in a year. But like, because parkour is so, I think it's a very unique sport that it's almost like you're doing, every time you do something wham, it's almost like, you're going to a competition as a gymnast. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, like, you're trying to exert. It's mentally fucking draining. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like doing that. Like, what if you, what would happen if you wrote yourself a parkour program in which you were like, the second month of January is where I'm going to go, or not January, say the second month of summer, second week of summer, I'm doing the biggest shit. You doesn't matter what it is, you've just got it in your head. In the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> big shit, clog, big clog. Yeah, that's my plan. Summer, like genuinely. But like, but the second week is the week that you do it. Yeah. A day in that week is the week you do it. You sleep eight hours. You eat all your calories. You 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 do whatever. Second week, banging. You then take it chill for the next two three weeks. Mm. Then that's but you allocate those times and you're like imagine it was a it was a day. It's a competition day. So you do that. Two three weeks later, you're like. Okay, now I'm a bit better for like another big thing, or if you're doing it, yeah, like it's it's the, the next big. It's gonna be insane, like where it can all go. So, but there are some sports where you have to have an on season where you're balls to the wall continuously, like uh, football. Like yeah. when you've got football seasons, you are training so every week. You have to be on the game. Ski seasons. So it's parkour like that, but how could you? Could you? Would you do parkour like that, or could you do it as effectively if if not more? If you're doing like a Dom Tommaso big, this is the big thing, the first week of that, then you try and then yeah. it, there's so many ways to program because yeah. it's such a new thing. That's another slight example, by the way, is Dom Tomato like basically like the way he trains is like, well, the way he trained like the other year when he was like doing like fucking mad shit is he would go quote hunting. So instead of like doing days of like full training, he would just go out, feel physically like, make sure his body's like physically pristine, find a challenge that's really fucked up do that challenge and then stop. Mm. And then he'd go, then like maybe like a couple of days later, same thing, go out, he'd like rest, go out, find a fucked up challenge and then stop, rest again. So it was like periods of like really intense moments where he'd like physically like push himself to the limit and then he'd rest for a while and then go back into pushing himself to the physical limit mm. again sort of thing. So it's less of like a actual training style, like training like physically like trying to build himself up to it. Like he doesn't quite like what's the word, like, gym and planet. He just, yeah. like, goes out, but, like, will acknowledge the fact that if he does something mad and fucked up, he has to have a rest period yeah. and then try again and then do something else. Sort of thing. Yeah, it's going to be... It'll be it'll be interesting to see how it works. Like... I think the mental one is the most... I don't think anyone really... Like, with parkour, you can't really... Especially because you prep, you can't really do anything that's, like, your physical, like, peak because you have to almost do it. If you did it, like... It was, if it was genuinely your physical hardest thing you could ever do you'd probably only be able to do it once. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? If you wanted to go for the stick, it's not really a thing. Yeah. But I think you can properly push yourself to the like mental limit because like I've done challenges or like a great, like, so like 
there's been a couple of things where like that is the genuinely like after once I start doing that challenge after that challenge I genuinely don't don't do anything else that day and it's because my brain can't like I've released all the endorphins and I can't take it anymore mm. I'm like that's it like I'm now a slump yeah. in a corner I get like, that I've literally got like when I did the double lap down a great example is double down IMAX literally did it and then I just like after that I like just slumped so I was like I'm done like my brain is not allowing me to sort of get into the mood to train again I'm like I just have to rest so you hit the weed I have to like men- mentally yeah I mean, yeah that, does, that doesn't help but like but I was already like my, I'd already like consciously understood that I was like oh I'm, I'm not doing anything else today yeah, like, I'm yeah, not training yeah. anymore like that's the day over I get sort that. of thing and I the same with shakes. like the same with mm. Broadfield uh, the same with Broadfield like, when I did that massive concrete I, I did it and I was like right well like, that's me done for the day yeah. like I'm just gonna sit around and, like I'm gonna film Marcus training and like you know do oh, some yeah. little jumps and shit about that Broadfield so after we released our video I don't know if it was yeah. because of the video but now I George McGowan uh, Berkey so, Travis uh, so Toby I told so before, we, before we released the video I talked to Cam about the concrete mm. and he was like oh I've never been to that spot and he was like I know Max and Benj have been there a bunch and I was like yeah I, I know that like uh I, like, I know that we've all trained there and then they'd like the store guys used to live in that area and would go and so I told I told I was talk, telling Cam about the whole video because he asked about the trailer and shit mm. and I told him about the concrete and like showed him my like, perspective I was like oh this is what it's like you know the angles and stuff and he was like he was like okay like sounds pretty big obviously not being there he then went there and <laughs> like they, he, I then told him I was like oh that's a really good spot like if you go there sick video like you could probably get like some mad shit yeah. and they go they there did, yeah. they did go there and then um and then Toby, and then obviously Toby does the concrete, and Callum messages me. He's like, "You know that concrete's fucking massive," <laughs> and I was like, "Shit, that's so gas." Yeah, and then Callum, obviously Toby. I mean, it's pretty gas that Toby thinks is big enough to like do and like be a big concrete. And then Travis saw Toby do it, and then went and did it, and he sent me the clip of him doing it, and he was like. Oh no, he posted like that teaser. He posted like clip on his story of him like running into the wall, mm. and I was like, "Oh, big concrete that." And he was like, he was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, it took me a while, but it was like pretty. When I did it, I like flew over, and he was like, he was like, this is the one you did. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. He's like, Chris, that's fucking massive. That's <laughs> sick. <laughs> and then yeah, obviously George did it as well. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things where like, I don't like subconsciously they obviously went to Broadfield because we because I told them about it. But I don't think they went there to be like, oh yeah, we have to get towed to this massive concrete. We didn't. Uh, the but it's like the biggest downfall you know, of that you, video, I think, was we didn't do that justice in no, size. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what no, I know. That's the, that's the only downfall of like yeah. fisheye and shit like that. Everyone's like, yeah. But it's the stylized. Like if yeah. if we had like done the video the way it was supposed to be, it would have suited the video. Yeah. But no, like that, it would have been a bit more two, like, an- two angles on that concrete. You know? Yeah, yeah we, we should have done it for everything. Man, I only did it once though. Even that running pre that I did in Dorking. The fusion running pre. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I remember doing it. I was like, oh, this is like yeah, if really I'd, cool. If we like, film that again now, I'd climb onto the roof. And yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'd go like into there and like. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's really cool, blah, blah. And I look back at the video, I'm like, I'm really tall. This is a fisheye. And it was just like, just that angle. Like, yeah. It just looks like a, a, it was a just running pre. Like, the start of the video. so long. <laughs> no, yeah. I like it though. But it was for the, for the edit. Yeah, I think that was basically a case of like, they saw well like they saw our video and then also spoke to me about it and they were like yeah. let's go there and then obviously Travis then saw oh, yeah, them do it and was like oh I want to do I yeah. want to do big concrete yeah, yeah. so went there and then George obviously they went there, they went the same day and they also like so it's like one of those things like you see so someone does like double down IMAX a couple of people start going to go do that you know what I mean I mean that's what I did yeah. saw Luke doing I was like I want to do that <laughs> then did it um, they also went to Red Hill like after our video as well they were like oh yeah, yeah. go back to Red Hill as well so are we 
because Callum sent me a copy of him we do apparently, yeah, apparently do we so. need to start copyright because uh, <laughs> yeah, Callum sent me Callum sent me a video from Red Hill as well when they, they, went, right. they went to Hill the day after Broadfield and he sent me a little video of the gap he's like fuck it <laughs> <laughs> it, was oh, like, it was like big boy dive roll and I was like yeah mm. yeah yeah the dive was like Aiden gonna hit it Aiden wanted to hit it I don't know if he'll do it or mm. not but I don't even know who um, else would do it to be honest Unfortunately, I have now. to go and get ready for work. Should we? That's okay. We sort of faded out into wrap it up out of the gym stuff anyway into like yeah. Things. Well, um, long story short, boys and girls, uh, lift some heavy weights, bang some fat gaps, make sure uh, you read Callum's pillars of strength. Uh, Is it strength? No, pillars of parkour. Pillars of parkour because that talks about the mental game, the strength game, all shit like that. Because when if you get stronger. Make sure your technique and your mental game catches up to the strength. Don't do anything rogue. Don't get really strong and be like, I've got a fat jump. And do something you just physically might be able to do, but technically are not ready for. Yeah, there's a total difference between having a fat jump and being able to do a double con. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you have to be able to double con, not just be able to jump far. Also, having a fat jump and knowing the right way to bail that jump. Yeah. But I'm sure you've um, been training long enough nowadays. Also, hire Finn as your personal trainer. Yeah, definitely. He's in the biz, and he's when, bloody amazing at his job. When you see me bang the best clips I've ever done this year, <laughs> it's going to be because of him. So <laughs> we're, we're going to get him on So it. you're going to have to, like, you know, you he's gonna be, you're going to be my guinea pig as well. And then next thing you know, you'll be as good as me, which is thoroughly average. So Apart from everyone else is copying your fat con. Yeah. <laughs> did it three years Bang ago. Bang average, guys. guys. The yeah, did it three years ago as well. <laughs> yeah, did you see the thing Phil Doyle commented on it? Yeah. He commented, oh, Chris going for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nah, sus, mate. Two years. Like, going four, for Star Wars. Sorry, mate. That was four years ago, baby. <laughs> I got a really nice compliment because yeah. obviously parkour looks, uh, flips look flashy in parkour. Oh, yeah. And um, someone yeah. watched the video and was like, the coolest thing out of everything was your side pre, side out. Mm. Mm. They said flip and flip. Flip and flip. Flip and flip, baby. That was the coolest thing. Everything else was a bit lame. I was like, yeah, you're a muggle. Nah. <laughs> I'll do that side pre right now. I was like, this, I was like yes! <laughs> it's like, actually, that side pre is sick, actually. I do. I really want to get back into it. Me too. Um, I could do it cleaner. Sunday, we're going to Red Hill. I can't see around. I don't know. My life is are busy. You, are you around Sunday? Uh, I think so, yeah. Cool. This might be out on Sunday, but come Red Hill. <laughs> <laughs> um, in summary that was a brief interlude of brief me interlude? Uh, brief interlude brief brief little chat about like the idea of lifting and how it equates to like peaking and like your training and how you can use it in a beneficial way to sort of push yourself to your limits um, and the cool thing is currently it's all a theory because this is the start of what I reckon oh, this yeah, is the start of like the start of people having to think about this stuff. Yeah, exactly. So peaking and troughing and all things like that, it's not necessarily the it's right way proven. to go about it. It's but I think it's going to be like, Stay that tuned. is the next place that the pros yeah. are going to have to start thinking. So watch out for that. And then if you want to hear more on it, comment and then we'll get like people like Callum and Tom. Tom. Callum, Tom. Well, Callum and Tom literally live near us so we'll just get them yeah. and we'll it'll fucking be, chat. To... We'll chat the poop. I don't know as much as Beans or Callum and Tom about lifting but Any I'll just sit there and be like Anything. you guys are so strong. <laughs> Jamie's like bench press yeah. <laughs> I'd be like guys do you think bench press is beneficial for parkour? <laughs> I can bet guys my bench press is really strong. Is that good for parkour? 
Yeah, yeah I, I need to fucking go. I need to go. Love you. We hope you enjoyed this bite side podcast. We love snack. you all. Like, subscribe, leave a comment about what else we should talk about, who else we should get on, and your mum's number. Thank you very much, and bye. DBM, your news. Mum's number. I love mums.